Hello and welcome to another edition of The More the Merrier with Donna G. On the show today, I will be interviewing Aki Tabakatake about her distribution company, Momo Films. The first film to be distributed by her brand new company is My Small Land by Emma Kawawada, and it is about a Kurdish family living in Japan. And then, of course, I'll have music for you, but let's get started right now with Manu Dibango featuring Tribal Jam and Fodel and Friends, and this track is called The Rights of Man, Les Droits de l'Homme. You're listening to CIUT 89.5 FM. Considérant que la reconnaissance de la dignité inhérente à tous les membres de la famille humaine et de leurs droits égaux et inaliénables constitue le fondement de la liberté, de la justice et de la paix, de la paix dans le monde. Considérant que la méconnaissance et le mépris des droits de l'homme ont conduit à des actes de barbarie qui révoltent la conscience de l'humanité et que l'avènement d'un monde où les êtres humains seront libres de parler et de croire, libérés de la terreur et de la misère, a été proclamé comme la plus haute aspiration de l'homme. L'Assemblée Générale des Nations Unies proclame Article 1 détenu ou exilé. Toute personne a le droit de circuler librement. Article 4. Nul ne sera tenu en esclavage ni en servitude. Article 14. Devant la persécution, toute personne a le droit de chercher asile et de bénéficier de l'asile en d'autres pays. En d'autres pays. 15. Tout individu a le droit à une nationalité. 16. Droit de se marier. 17. Droit à la propriété. 18. Droit à la liberté de penser, de conscience et de religion. L'Assemblée Générale des Nations Unies proclame. Article 1. Envers les autres dans un esprit de fraternité. Ils sont doués des raisons et des consciences et doivent agir. Ils sont envers les autres dans un esprit de fraternité. Et non, 
Listening to CIUT 89.5 FM. This is Donna G. And joining me all the way from Japan is Aki Takabatake to talk about her distribution company, Momo Films, and her latest project, My Small Land by Emma Kawawada. Aki, thank you for joining me today. Oh, thank you so much, too. You've been involved in film for the film industry for a very long time with、mm. the、uh, Japanese Canadian Cultural Center and the Japanese Film Festival in Toronto and in Hibaya. And you've also、um, assisted programmers at TIFF. So, what made you decide to take the move into the area of distribution? Yeah, so before I moved to、uh, Toronto in 2009, I was actually working for a distribution company in Tokyo and I was doing mainly acquisition.、Um, but because the company I worked for、uh, owned two movie theaters and、uh, I learned a lot about distribution as well. So, you know, I always wanted to、uh, do distribution. Like, that was in my mind after I moved to、uh, Canada. For a lot of film uh, goers, uh, the term distribution doesn't mean anything to them. So can you tell us, can you share with us、um, what that process is and what you learned from these two theaters、um, in Japan? Okay, yeah, so、uh, distribution means...、Um, You have to acquire the rights, film rights, to、uh, distribute the rights in a certain territory. So, for example, when I was in Japan,、uh, our company was buying film rights from different countries. So, we used to go to different film markets and film festivals, for example, Cannes Film Festivals or Berlin Film Festivals,、uh, because they, they also have a market side、uh, for the industry people. And、uh, you, you find you know, films that are, you think would work for the, the, the market、uh, in Japan.、Um, so, you make an offer and、uh, you acquire the, the rights. To distribute. And then rights can vary from theatrical rights to TV rights to、uh, you know, DVD, Blu ray rights to nowadays like BOD, like internet rights.、Um, so there are all sorts of rights.、Um, and then very often,、uh, theatrical distribution companies acquire all rights、uh, so that you can、uh, distribute the film in many forms. And What made you decide to take the leap? Because this sounds very involved,、mm-hmm. um, all of these steps. Right. What made you decide, I want to do this on my own and start Momo Films? 
Yeah, so um, because I had the knowledge of uh, distribution and then also because I was uh, uh, programming and uh, organizing this Toronto Japanese film festivals at the Japanese Canadian Cultural Center, uh, it's been 11 years. Um, I work very closely with uh, Japanese uh, sales agents or like film companies. And even before I moved to Toronto, uh, because I was working for the Japanese uh, film industry, I had a lot of friends in this industry already. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I kept the contacts, you know, I, I worked, I've been working with them uh, even after I moved to Toronto. So I watch a lot of Japanese films, you know, maybe like over 50 films annually. And uh, I know uh, who is a good directors, um, what kind of film, new films are coming out from which company. And uh, uh, like, and I think distribution have become easier in a way because it, everything kind of became dig- digital. Like it used to be 35 minutes animated prints you had to make posters and flyers there's like a lot of uh material creation involved but nowadays you can deliver films by digitally you you can you know the posters are all digital marketing's are all digital and uh you don't necessarily have to spend a lot of uh, money in marketing either you can just do all the marketing with social media um so you know, I thought like just being by myself uh, as like a boutique distribution company, I can still uh, distribute with with my knowledge and our connections. Can you give us an example of how hard it is to to get something into a theater, just so people understand um, and appreciate what it takes to get a film uh, to a physical theater? Right. Uh, you basically have to connect with uh, the theater people, which was is still kind of hard for me because uh, I don't know too many people in theaters, especially across Canada. Uh, because I used to work for TIFF, I I knew people at TIFF Bell Light Box. Um, but beside that, like I didn't really know anybody. Um, I used to volunteer at the Vancouver. Cinematech because I, I I went to UBC and and uh, lived close to the Vancouver Cinematech. But the people you know back then like they don't they don't work uh, for the Cinematech anymore. So mm-hmm. all I had was like I find uh, I found a list of uh, theaters in Canada and look for their contact and basically you know emailed them saying hey look I have this amazing film called My Small Land which was awarded at the Berlin International Film Festival. Would you like to show this film uh, in your theater? I can send you a link. And then some people got back to me saying, hey, this film is great, you know, like I want to show it. Um, So this is how I am, you know, uh, putting the film in the theaters. Um, I'm hoping that more theaters would show this. And is this your first solo film as Momo? as Momo Films? Yeah, correct. Yeah, this is the first film that I'm distributing as uh, Momo Films. And what made you decide on this one? Um, so the Japanese film company sent me a link of this film in February, around the same time as uh, Berlin International Film Festival, when they 
premiered, the world premiered the film. So I saw this film quite earlier on, and I saw like this truly is like amazing film. And uh, uh, like after May, like after Cannes, I I you know I heard the film is still available for North America, and I thought. Okay, like if nobody is going to distribute this film in North America, like people wouldn't have a chance to watch this film. Uh, so I talked to the Japanese uh, film company and then saying, you know, I want to start a distribution company and I want to handle this film. And uh, because I knew these people for many years, I worked with them for the festival side. Um, they they considered my offer and uh, uh, they generously you know decided to 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 you know sell the film to me even though the Momo Films is like a brand new distribution company but uh, uh, they trusted me and uh, they they you know they decided to sell the rights to me. What's behind the meaning of your company's name? Why did you yeah. choose choose Momo? Yeah, so uh, Momo means uh, a peach in Japanese, like a fruit. And uh, in Japan, uh, peach is uh, kind of like a, a good luck fruit. So some people say if you eat peaches, you know, you'd live for a long time. Or old legend says uh, it would get rid of uh, bad spirits. Um, so, and then also my mom's name was Momoko. So it's kind of has a double meaning. Like I took Momo from my mom's name and also uh, peaches. The peaches. Yeah. yeah. And it's memorable. Yeah, it's, it, memorable. Exactly. it's easier, easy for, you know, uh, North Americans to, to remember. <laughs> right. Yeah. So um, my small land um, is a wonderful film for you to start out with. I absolutely loved it. And I think the Canadian audiences will appreciate it too, because yeah. of the subject matter of mm. refugees in yeah. Canada. I mean, the most recent um, refugees have been Syrian and some from the Ukraine. But let's yeah. set the background for my small land. Can you tell us um, what it's about. Okay, so uh, it's a fictional story and it's focusing on Kurdish refugee family in, in, in Saitama. Saitama is a, a prefecture close to Tokyo and uh, it's uh, through an eye of uh, this high school girl, Saria. Uh, her family uh, are, it's from in, from Tur Turkey and uh, became a asylum seeker in Japan. Um, and then her brother, younger brother and sister, uh, they are, I think, born and raised in Japan. So they only speak Japanese. Uh, Saria knows uh, some Turkish, uh, Kurdish, and then very fluent in Japanese. So she's basically, you know, having a life of a regular Japanese high school girl. But uh, because, because the Japanese government doesn't really um, accept her family's uh, like a refugee sta status, uh, suddenly, you know, they're, 
they they had to face very difficult time you know like the parent the dad is not allowed to work she's not allowed to work she may not be able to go to college um so that's a struggle and also there's some kind of like a love story element uh, as well mm-hmm. now what is what is the actual situation um in japan in terms of kurdish uh, asylum seekers so uh years ago i i watched the this short documentary at hot dogs called uh tokyo tokyo kurds and uh actually uh did a translation work for the director who was invited for hot dogs. So I I learned uh, a little bit about Kurdish uh, situations in Japan. And uh, there are quite a few Kurdish families uh, in Japan, but uh, not like most of them, you know, they cannot get uh, refugee status. Uh, in Japan, so they they have to work uh, like illegally, and uh, um, their kids get to go to elementary school, but um, I, I, like they are they have a very difficult um, time. In you know that's that's what I know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't want to talk too much about the the story, but uh, I I actually had a discussion with the director uh, because I'm in Japan right now. I met with her in person and asked her like is this like a real situation um, because they they face such a difficult time in the film as well and then she said yeah it's it's you know it's quite truthful like she made sure uh it, things are based on facts and truth and is this her first film mm-hmm. yes oh her first film yours yeah first film uh, <laughs> being distributed yeah. and I I think you have the Momo luck because <laughs> because I think uh, people are definitely going to enjoy this story because every first of all everybody can relate to a family and yeah. no matter what and a high school girl being a high school girl she still has um, you know, those feelings about mm-hmm. school and what she wants to do and the boys she likes. So I think mm-hmm. people will appreciate that as well. Um, mm-hmm. The story is really is really well told. Can you tell me more about the director, Emma? Yeah, so uh, she worked for um, Hirokazu Kureeda's production company called Bumbuku. Um, so I think she kind of like assisted, uh, was an assistant director for uh, Koreda's films. Uh, Koreda it's like very popular in Canada as well because he always, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, national <laughs> film festival, right? Like, he he was uh, he brought Broker in September this year, mm-hmm. he was also a director for Shoplifters. Um, so uh, that's where she learned uh, filmmaking. And uh, also sh- her background is like, uh, she's also uh, mixed roots. Like her dad is uh, British and her mom is Japanese. And she said she, they, the family moved to Japan from England when she was like three years old or something. And kind of dad gave up, you know, teaching English to his kids. 
So they grew up not learning English. So they only speak Japanese, but she looks very kind of like Caucasian. So like she gets treated as a foreigner all the time, although she doesn't know English and she only speaks mm-hmm. Japanese. So she had this struggle because she told me that she was bullied as a kid because, you know, she was like, a, they thought she was a foreigner. And then still now, like, in a restaurant or on the street, like people would point at her saying, oh, there's a foreigner. That kind of like attitude still if you go to the countryside of Japan. So, uh, and she told me recently, like she was eating in a, in a, like a Western restaurant and at, at, at like a table next to her, I thought like she was a foreign tourist. And then they were talking about her saying like, oh, if you're a foreign rest, like tourist, like why would you eat like Western food? Like why don't you eat Japanese food? And then she kind of looked at them saying like, hey, I'm Japanese. <laughs> 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 like, you know, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Like they're embarrassed. But like, you know, she, she gets that all the time. So like she wanted to talk about her story. So it's, it, you know that's that's also like part of her story right? like she yeah yeah i i found it interesting to have um first of all to have uh kurdish people in japan which i didn't know about and right. to then read that um this family in the film is is actually a family yeah yeah yeah. And uh, so that was interesting because they did a good job considering they're non-actors. They did. I think so. Yeah. 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 And also, you know, this um, duality of the Kurdish culture and the Japanese culture. I think a lot of us here in in Canada yeah. still have that duality of you know, the the parental or grandparent grandparents culture, um, you know, balancing that with the Canadian culture, which is why I think this is such a universal film. I think so, too. Yeah. So where will the film um, be be screening and um, where is the film? Um, what's the progress of the film in terms of um, where it can be seen? Okay, so right now uh, the theaters are showing, like, so we actually, pre- uh, as a Momo Films, we premiered the film at the Japanese Canadian Cultural Center on October 4th. And uh, it will be screened at the Montreal's uh, Cinematheque Quebecois from October 21st until the 27th with uh, French subtitles. And in Vancouver, uh, you'll be screened at the, the Cinematheque uh, in Vancouver uh, from October 4th, uh, sorry, November 4th until the 7th. And uh, at Tiff Belt Lightbox, it'll be on November 9th and uh, 16th. And also we screened at the uh, uh, Prince Edward Island uh, City Cinema on November 7th and 8th. Um, and then also the uh, Victoria's uh, Victoria Film Festival in February. Um, I, I'm pretty sure they'll pick up this film as well. Um, and I also got contact from like Nova Scotia's uh, film theater that they are interested. So I'm hoping that, you know, more theaters in different provinces will uh, show this film. I think they will. I think they yeah. definitely will. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got an interesting story. You've got mm-hmm. a very fascinating um, lead, mm-hmm. lead actress. 
Yeah. And uh, and you've got the little love story for the high school um, <laughs> kids yeah. as well, yeah. Um, yeah. which is quite interesting to see the different cultures, to see how they eat, how um, Soraya eats at home and how she yeah. is in the rest of society and at school. So yes. I'm glad this film will have the opportunity to be seen um, across Canada. Now, yes. in terms, I you're a translator, but did you help at all with the subtitles or was that built in before? Yeah, it was built in before. Okay. All right. So uh, the name of the film that we're talking about is My Small Land, and it's by Emma Kawawada. And I'm speaking to Aki Takabatake about her distribution company, Momo Films. And you mentioned, Aki, that you have all the rights. So eventually this will be streaming somewhere, yes? I hope so. I haven't uh, spoken with uh, streamers yet, but uh, yeah, eventually I will. I'd like to uh, show this on the VOD platform as well. Yeah. And I'm hoping the broadcasters will pick up as well. You're hoping what, sorry? Uh, TV broadcasters can uh, pick it up as well. Yes, because it deserves to be seen by um, by everyone. I think exactly. Older audience, yeah. Yeah. And if you can, if you live in Toronto, November the 9th at the Tiff Bell Lightbox. And um, will you be there? I will be there, yeah. So... Lightbox will show the film on the 9th and the 16th. And uh, I am arranging with uh, Emma Kawada to see if she can do uh, online uh, Q&A after the film. Wonderful. Yes. Aki, thank you so much for joining me. I know it's early morning in Japan, so I really appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, I'll come back to Toronto and I'll, I'll introduce the film at the Bell Lightbox. And then also actually in uh, Vancouver as well. I'll stop by Vancouver and then do the introduction on the first day. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Aki. And uh, enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you. Thank you so much. Now in the back half, we're going to celebrate local Toronto musicians, Chet Singh and Buskin and Lillian Allen with Rasta. You're listening to The More the Merrier with Donna G on CIUT 89.5 FM. The conga man was busking at the corner of Bay and Bloor. Some say the front line of the battle between the rich and the poor. The reverend came with his violin. The dub master soon joined in. It was a good vibration. They didn't have no moderation. A man in a suit looking very dignified Interrupted their stride Eyes open wide, a chest filled with pride He said, get up off your ass you welfare bum Pull up your socks before I call the cops Pull up your socks before I call the cops They looked at each other with surprise and wonder Not knowing how to react to this crazy mother tucker They decided to let things go They didn't want to interrupt the flow You see, they were busking at the corner of Bay and Bloor Front line of the battle between the rich and the poor. But Mr. Suit and Tie refused to move, and it wasn't that he was digging the groove. So the dub master said, Mister, what's going on in your head? Sunday to church, spiritually well fed. Monday to Saturday, does the devil live in your head? 
He curled up his nose with his dignified pose Twisted his ribs right up to his nose With anger well composed he said You people are the cause of the problems in this society Decent people like me have reached the limits of our generosity So get up off your ass you welfare bum Pull up your socks before I call the cops Why don't you pull up your socks before I call the cops? So and so the Congo man replied, Mr. Suit and Tie, is it possible that you're living a lie? People like us are doing our best to get by, and people like you keep taking a bigger piece of the pie. In this shitstorm of competition, your deck is stacked right up to the sky. His temperature began to rise, we could tell by the bulge in his eyes. How dare you make excuses for your sorry state? No wonder you have an empty plate. Man, they were trying to keep their cool, but this man was acting the fool. So the reverend wanted to tell him to kiss his ass, but they were busking at the corner of Bay and Bloor, front line of the battle between the rich and the poor. And so the reverend said to Mr. Sudentai, Mr. Sudentai, tell me, how much taxes do you pay? And he hemmed, and he hawed, and he hemmed, and he hawed. Well, uh, I really couldn't say. I'm a businessman. I contribute my fair share. But uh, come to think of it, I didn't pay any taxes last year. And now the reverend's temperature began to rise. You could tell by his expansive size. He said, man, you better wipe that frown from your face. You are living disgrace to the human race. Tax breaks and generous incentives from your political chums. Aren't you a corporate welfare bum? Taking money from schools and hospitals. Privatize our commons to supersize your capital. Treat the public you rob with disdain while you hoard your ill-gotten gains. But man, your greed is truly addictive And you rationalize it as taking the initiative How do you expect people to find decent jobs When our dignity and rights you continually rob? Unable to comprehend, Mr. Sudetai called the police Who promptly charged the reverend with disturbing the peace They were taken away by the forces of law and order Hired by the state to guard the border Between the people with ways and means And the people with hopes and dreams Listen to the sound and the beat of your heart. Listen to the rebels and the rest of them attack. Listen to them chanting. Listen to them rapping. Listen to the shifting of the planets that is happening. The Rasta man checking back. Set him up to go down to Eglinton this night. Riding bike on the sidewalk. Right. Box to the left and him weave to the right. Down around the corner. Him hands off the handlebar of the bike And before you could say dread, everything alright Him smashed right into a policeman and patrol in the night Oh what a sight, oh what a fright A rasta man lying on top of a policeman with him bike Policeman revive, jump up hypnotize and promptly arrest the rasta man For riding in bicycle without any light But the rasta man said I am one of Jaja's children. I and I got Jagai. We 
which is I like. So you can't come and arrest I and I, cause in Babylon there's no night. As the law would have it, then went to court. As Rasta Love would get it, the jury do. The courtroom full, the judge keen and jury dutiful. And the Rasta man decided to defend himself and present him case in full. First, him call himself as a witness. Hear what him say now, him is your witness. My life, your honor, is in my eye. If I ride my bicycle with the eye, I shot, I couldn't see nothing. No matter if there was a thousand life for that bike. When judge give light, your honor, him give eye and eye. The judge said, Ah, oh, let me try and get it straight, Mr. What's your name? Rastafari, you and you. If your eyes were closed, there would be darkness, no light. Uh huh. But your eyes were open, so that means you had your light. Ah, huh? see, then how come you're running to the policeman with your bike? <laughs> because, Your Honor, the Rastaman replied, As dear is darkness, dear is light. Not guilty, the jury must decide. And furthermore, your honor, the Rasta man side, only one man can judge, and that is Jarastafari Slassie. The jury returned, split verdict, and decide. The judge had once to let the Rasta man slide. The policeman cut him chest and started to cry. Rasta man jump on him chariot and bike. In ice cream and gold, flashing like a light. And you hear him as him right. But light beside me, live on me, light in me. I can't check the iron I'm on Rasta guilty when from chat I get I guy. And off road the Rasta man to his contented life. And so the story goes of a Rasta man in bicycle and him light. And the judge, it was said, late to resign and went to live in his way up on high. And as for the policeman, he transferred to the day shift in the Rosedale Heights. Listen to the sound and the beat of your heart. Listen to the rebels and the rasta them attack.
hope you don't mind that I kept things downtown with Chet Singh, Lillian Allen, and throwing in some Richard Underhill. Uh, the CD of his is called Kensington Suite, but the track is called Bike Lane. Here now are two tracks from Juno Award nominee Alex Bird, though at the time that I interviewed him and played these tracks, he was just another Toronto musician not knowing what lay ahead. So here is You Are the Light and the Way and Where the Blackbird Sings. You are the sun and the moon You are the night and the day You see right through me You barely know me You are the light and the way I've been traveling forever I'm getting weary and gray Please let me rest here and stay Lay your hands upon me and let me breathe your fire Keep me warm, fan the flames of my desire Tell me it's okay as I rest here for today Wrap your arms right around me Cause you are the light
raised in the city Surrounded by people and things Dreaming of a place that I would run to Where the blackbird sings At first I heard the music And then I saw their dancing Over my ceiling it rides The place waiting deep in my eyes Where the blackbird sings Don't worry little one Hear my song oh little one Thank you so much for tuning in to The More the Merrier. This is Donna G signing off. Catch me on my socials at TMTM with Donna G, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Leaving you now with Nick Ali and Crusau, aka Brown Man and Crusau. And this track is called Mago Malpensado. Bye bye. Against them with a little 
a bit of truth, love and patience It's the power of the devil and I used it against them With some truth, some love, some patience The power of the devil and I used it against them With some truth and some love and some patience So check my demonstration, a little bit of elevation Check the elation, time to get high, I fly It's the E-N-L-I-G-H-E, why try to do what we do When we feeling nice and blue Took the power of the devil and then I used it for the good for you You get it? It's about truth, light and love Like I'm preaching it from hand, coming from above Peaceful like a dove, on all the brand Take a chance while I drop on this mic and romance A little bit of spirit, a little bit of love Take the power of the devil and use it for the good above You feel it while I got this freestyle desire Feeling it like fire, time to take you higher Climbing up the clouds, you feel it while we rock the crowd And like rocking right here, right now With that band that they call Who's out from the T to the O, Mr. Brown Man Blow From the T to the O, loving up the sound with the brown man blow. On that saxon, you make me feel free, Mr. Marcus Ali. into my own thoughts, dropped the beatbox and tried to maintain, stay insane, a lot of problems on my brain, the devil said what's up kid, I got something for you to use to make it in this bid, sell your soul to the devil and everything will work, never settle for the pebbles, I said I want to rock, I want to drop with the hips to the hop, so I said sure, give me your power, one day I'll learn in the real hour of time and light and shining in space, but for that time I will play with the bass and make them girlies shake their waist, grab a little booty, Say what's up cutie and cheat, lie, lie, steal Do what I need to do because that's what the world is real tells me to do I ain't devil, I guess I might as well do my work for you Yeah, love it when the brown man blows I miss the Marcus Alley on the sax, his bro
try to entice me with luxury I'm using my mind to keep myself free Stop enticing with that luxury I'm gonna use my mind to keep all of us free Take that power and shower it back to the world It's like to do what's right Time not, I, I, I don't rhyme or recite Bad boy, come around with the light So with the horns and the voice We practice this conversion We learning Hell and devil, you can stay down there and keep burning To the L to the I With the E to the N to the L to the I Make you fly, don't forget the GHT If you feeling me It's possible to take the bad and make it good That's what we gon' do, what we could, what we would and what we should Mr. Brown Man Alley and Land in your neighborhood It's making me feel inspired I'm getting kinda hired Spent too many times getting wired But we're coming around now with the fire Me and this train got the energy going on to me Me feeling kinda nice on me I'm playing with the brain It's taking an L-I-G-H-G Feeling kinda nice Rolling with the brama with a little bit of spice Do that I don't, don't stop Miss a, miss a, miss a brown man Drop with the hip and the heart, Feel me? It's a B and the E Breaking and entering into your country If you love the sound when it is free Pure Jack Liverpool's bad is right come around just to shut up our life non-violence and non-silence the motto devil ain't gonna play me like lotto Imagine 
Imagine the freedom that you can have right here and right now. Lose yourself, let cruise out. Be the sound that makes you feel right. Dark to light, wrong to right. Brought to you by the end light. Thank you.